0: My little darlings and my angels, this is Cuddle Club, and welcome to it, guys. We've come to the end not of our lives, not of this show forever, but the end of this series. We've put a good old whack in there's loads of these podcasts, so we're gonna have a little break if it's all right with you, and we'll come back uh, fresh and. I'm going to stay well-rested this week, and to see us out, it's David O'Doherty. I'm very grateful that he did it. What a nice chat. What a nice lad. David is a stand-up, if you didn't know, where have you been? Uh, he also writes books and children's books, so you can get one of his books if you're a child. He also does... or you know a child. A lot of people know a child, at least. He does a podcast called Second Captains, Isolating with David O'Doherty. Um, everything in David O'Doherty's life's been cancelled, so he decided to make a podcast, didn't we all? so let's hear from david O'Doherty. yes i've traveled hello oh i don't like that hello i'll start again with a normal hello hiya how are you that's to you oh, david me-
1: <laughs> oh sorry, start again. I I thought you were just I thought you were riffing up for the start of the show.
0: I'm saying hi to you. Hello. Okay. That's how I, that's how I sort of start conversations. It shouldn't be any different.
1: Okay. Start Can you please start your podcast again, Lou? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Hello, David Adurdy. <laughs> that's how I'm starting. That's how I'm starting every that's how I start every week. And it's always been a disappointment that it's not you that I am speaking to. <laughs> you're Um, in your car
1: yeah I'm in my car on an island an Atlantic island off the west coast of Ireland
0: Mm, with mum and dad yeah
1: so what happened was somebody fucked a bat (laughs) in March and because they have every known pre-existing condition Mm. uh, we decided to move my brother and sister both have children so I was decided it was decided that I would take my parents to an island. Well,
0: I think that a lot of young women and old women watching this will think that's very sexy listening to this. I think think that's very commendable and actually quite fit.
1: Well, thank you. But here's how unsexy the situation is that Mm. I'm in. So this Mm. is why I don't particularly want you to bring the horn into it. Yeah, okay. it's an Atlantic island. Good luck it's, with that,
0: because, because that's my vibe. <laughs> <laughs> Carry on.
1: It's drizzling almost constantly. Mm. Um, I'm with 282 82-year-olds, and in the beach at the end of that road, there's 30-foot basking sharks. Just, <gasps> um, yeah. You
0: j- but you swim in that water. You're
1: I talking. do swim in that water, yeah. And they don't bother you at all. But they have on. their... They eat plankton, not humans, oh. and they swim along with their mouths open, like just they're gawping at how beautiful the world is.
0: What? Have they ever munched anyone, just for a joke?
1: No, but they're enormous, and they, as I say, they swim with their mouths fully extended open. No yeah. tongue, tongue not out, no, the uh, <laughs> just open. Uh, so you could technically get wedged inside it, I mean, I'm just imagining now, I wouldn't say this has ever happened, but Mm. if you weren't paying any attention, you could possibly get stuck in it. I'm
0: just going to Google, has anyone fallen into a basking (laughs) shark's
1: mouth? Uh, When I say that I go swimming, I really go dunking, you know what I mean? Yes. I'm I'm not really doing strokes through the water, so... At that I,
0: temperature, you're not going to be in there for long.
1: No. And then the other problem with that beach is you, you can fully swim in the nutty, mm. but uh, you, so you get psyched up, like, let's go. And you pull off your clothes mm. and you uh, start to run towards the water and you run and you run and you do the thing where you're lifting your knees <laughs> so you're like come on come on and after maybe 100 meters the water is just above your knees oh no <laughs> yeah so it's hard to to get that uh, yeah. full immersion which is kind of what you want when you've psyched up to to get into the water
0: mother and father watching on
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's so beautiful like i am overwhelmed by beauty here Whoa. the whole time but at I the same time, I miss the city, you know? Mm. Like, like the other day I saw a robin eating a butterfly.
0: I don't know how you presented that to me as if it was awesome. And I'm, <laughs> I don't know if that's my thing. I like a sunset. Sure, call me a basic pitch. I just like the pretty side. <laughs> um, I went to a river the other day. Um, ever heard of the River Thames?
1: <laughs> so my, uh, I'll stop you there. My father has just walked past the car with his phone out obviously, to show me one of his memes. I mean, it wouldn't have been a bad thing to get on (laughs) your podcast, would it have been? My father over-explaining a meme.
0: Oh, basically. (laughs) You can fill him in. Your dad likes a meme.
1: Yeah, but he's... So he and his friends are... This is the first pandemic where they've had memes. (laughs) and But there's stuff they're sending around to each other. He's a musician, so it's mostly among the musicians. Mm. An awful lot of funny stuff from like America's Funniest Home Videos in like the late 90s Mm. so he showed me one the other day and he was like what are the chances of this and it was clearly a fake bride and groom standing on a floating island in a swimming pool like why are you getting married there yeah and then the priest or celebrant gets on the clearly rickety moving island and the whole thing tips over oh god and dad was like that's their day ruined (laughs)
0: <laughs> oh bless him but also what a pure heart that he thinks it's real though but, uh, I would always think it was real because also you only get like 250 or something for a clip like that don't worry, I've looked into it and you know I mean like how much is a wedding dress even a cheap one and then you know the the sort of extras that you've got to hire in sound lighting I don't know
1: yeah but I feel if we were to. If you were and I to go to the trouble of staging a fake wedding to get mm. on America's Funniest Home Videos. Or <laughs> we could also then think of some other stuff we could do with the cast and crew assembled. That's as in, true. here's an idea it's our first dance, you and I are dancing, I spin you you go out of control and you knock over all the other wedding guests like dominoes. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's
1: actually, another
0: 250. Actually, when Corona's finished, because I've lost a lot of my income, this is not bad. You'd have to send it off to different shows though, wouldn't you? Otherwise they'd be like, oh, cool, this Brian and groom are so clumsy. <laughs> 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 they ruined their wedding day 12 pounds. Oh yeah, no, don't worry about that. It's just a case of me coming around and cuddling you and then, um, um, I know. Right, this podcast is about cuddling. Have you ever heard any of
1: them? Yeah, I listened to um Mark Watson and Rosie Jones.
0: Oh you listen to two for your homework. What a lovely boy. (laughs) Lovely good boy.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, it's huge in Ireland, this podcast. (laughs) On this (laughs) island. It's really my dad's always showing me memes (laughs) of lines that people have used on the island.
0: Yeah, podcast on cuddling because no one else is doing it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. We had a lovely cuddle once and it was photographed because people couldn't believe how good it was. They wanted to capture it on camera in Edinburgh in the balcony of the Pleasants.
1: I mean, prior to us entering into the whole cuddle area of the podcast, which Mm. I know is most of the podcast, I just need you to know that I reserve cuddles for the platinum tier members of David O'Doherty's friendship. Okay. You know, I'm not one that just fires them around willy-nilly the whole time. No way. So that shows that, that, you know, you are all that, basically. That
0: shows that I've got the OnlyFans subscription and I'm not afraid to to use it.
1: Um, I, I mean, I blame it on... So, you would go for a massage sometimes.
0: <laughs> yes. I would never
1: do that. I would, would never. You know? No, I played a sport at quite a high level when I was a teenager. Mm-hmm. And so I used to pull my hamstrings and things and then get quite a lot of physio. So, to me, that sort of physical contact has always been to do with recovery from sports injuries. Whereas. Right. I know that's not what it is for you. You just like uh, to pay someone to touch your boobs.
0: (laughs) Well, you're not wrong. Um, (laughs) I like the power dynamic. Uh, (laughs) that's a bit like i don't like to cycle like i used to cycle to work when i had a part-time day job and i used to hate having a job and i had one obviously most of my life and then um so i associated cycling with working also my bike's really bad
1: stop the podcast so (laughs) my true obsession in life is bicycles yeah you may know from my hat yeah
0: and also once i went into a bike shop in edinburgh and they said you were their favorite and they don't go to any shows apart from your show every year and i was like (laughs) pull yourself together
1: (laughs) i have 12 bikes in the world i know i don't think i've ever said that publicly before but yeah (laughs)
0: we've got a real (laughs) scoop here on cuddle club
1: (laughs) yeah so so the main thing just is get your saddle height right. I mean, I'm just trying to make your and the listeners' cycling experience more pleasurable and efficient. So it's that's-
0: not the... i tell you what did help. More air in the wheels.
1: More. That's my second thing. But PSI. I did,
0: I. I did do that, but I think I need to, like... It goes fast after a service. But services are like £120, and it only goes fast for like three days after the service. You can't get a service every month.
1: Well... You, you get a lot of massages. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll just say you could do all you know you don't have to pay someone to put air in your tires.
0: I do that myself. I'm a feminist. I did it the other day.
1: <laughs> so you need a pump with a little clock on it that tells I've you got that. So then on the side of the tire will be the number which is the psi pounds per square inch pressure. as I always say, psi love you yes <laughs> because you have to follow that yes then, Everyone's got their saddle down too low. So, you know, you just use a lot less energy when your saddle is, youp, then up. And uh, then uh, pop a little bit of oil on the chain. And remember, don't put WD40 on, mate. WD40 is not a lubricant, it's a water displacement fluid.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for those tips. (laughs) And, cyclists, uh that's a win-win for you and he would be cyclist is even better because cyclists might already know of course now on to cuddling what's the first cuddle you remember as a uh, well what's the first cuddle you remember um hmm sorry they're, they're quite hard hitting <laughs>
1: <laughs> first up I was a giant baby were you yeah <laughs> the reason I know that is because my mother has mentioned it most days Mm. for the 44 years of my life particularly when she meets a new mother or anyone with a baby Mm. and my mother will always go uh what weight what weight was she and they'll be like six pounds yeah and mum will point at me and angrily say 14 pounds 14 pounds
0: is a lot to come out that's a lot to come
1: out i came out at the age of five just fully <laughs> fully clothed <laughs>
0: that is a lot to come out I was it's on a, a lot, bike it's it's a lot to stay in but it's a lot to come out um
1: <laughs> so I was um huge mm. and um unbelievably cute as well Love so baby. yeah like I, I had this uh preposterous blonde bowl from about the age of Uh, two onwards and so I recall everyone wanting to hug me oh yeah what did you
0: think about that
1: did not enjoy it no no so to me um so I I remember being hugged a lot and having my hands in a sort of x-factor over my shoulders to keep them away from getting near my heartbeat you know at the true essence of doubles which I shared with you once on the balcony in Edinburgh
0: yeah well, that is quite, I, I've been thinking about this a lot because Pasco said in her podcast about, like, she didn't want, when she was a kid, didn't want people to hug her because she felt like they were taking her energy. And it is really true. Like, yeah.
1: I mean, for me, I feel a huge amount goes into me being the youngest and therefore never having anything intelligent to say. So they would all be at an older brother and sister and they were seven and eight years older than me, afterthought yeah. doddles. And then the worst part of that is I did the math recently <laughs> on it. And because my birthday is the 18th of December, my conception is on or around St. Patrick's Night.
0: Oh. Yeah.
1: So there's no way it was meant to be a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah.
1: Uh, and then I immediately got my own back by being enormous. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they don't they don't want me at eight pounds we'll see how they feel about me at 14. <laughs>
1: um so i um i you never have anything intelligent to say so you become more slapsticky i think that's, as my, that's my comedy <laughs> but, are you the youngest
0: no but i mean i've never got anything intelligent to say so i just um dance around
1: yeah so the classic thing i remember once um i put a nutella chocolate spread on my chest so my my brother and sister and my parents were talking about what they would learned in school that day and they were like "Oh, long multiplication and stuff so I <laughs> left the room <laughs> took off all my clothes and yeah. put a uh, hazelnut chocolate spread on my chest yeah and just came back in and sat down
0: well, so Andrew, that that so sums
1: up mm.
0: pretended someone had a chat on your chest was that the idea or not <laughs> <laughs> or had you not even thought that? <laughs> How old were you then?
1: Three or four, I would say.
0: Yeah, it was quite cute. And, uh, uh, yeah. I
1: remember it because of the smell of Nutella. And to this day, when I smell Nutella, I think, oh, I remember this was one smeared all over Whoa. my my nips. Yeah. So
0: you were making quite a statement to yourself even then.
1: Well, probably that's the start of a comedy career. Yeah. But... Also I was tiny and a plaything and my brother and sister would like make me lie still for ages as a patient in their fun hospital or whatever, you know? Yeah. So and they were probably hugging me a lot than when I was little, when I think about it, because I wasn't
0: like it. You didn't like to be hugged all the time.
1: Well, maybe I did, but then I was overexposed to it.
0: Fair enough, I think. So you were cuddled too much and by mother and father a lot.
1: Oh yeah, definitely very loved. The last one, the
0: last one is so (laughs) spoiled.
1: My brother and sister had done all the bad stuff already up until that point. So there was no new ground to break or no bad stuff that I could have done that hadn't been done already. So So, so
0: you're just good. Good boy. Nice good boy.
1: Uh, Well, my, I remember my sister being caught smoking. I remember my brother being caught drinking. My sister left school at 16 and like moved to London, like all of that sort of stuff. yeah, yeah. So it would have been very hard to outrage them then, really. So I thought, I'll get 12 bikes and see how they feel about that. (laughs) I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me.
0: all the numbers relate to your soul could be good or it could be foul foul foul. would you say you're good at cuddling you save it for the special tier but when you go in I... well
1: here's what here's what i will say mm. i may have had a historic problem with cuddling or just not mm. been that into it yeah. but i'll tell you what has changed that and that is Novel coronavirus COVID 19. I miss it so much.
0: Yeah.
1: I miss it so much. So, I went swimming with the Island Swim Club the day before yesterday, where we meet at 10 o'clock down on one of the beaches. And it's people in their 70s and their 60s, their 50s, right down. And then one of my friends is there who I really love. And she was there and I wanted to hug her. And you couldn't? No, just in our togs on the beach. Aww. Yeah.
0: How about this question, David, for you? Um, has it been the best, weirdest, or worst cuddle that you've had that, uh, <laughs> you know, in your
1: life? My first proper girlfriend mm. was we were um, in university and she was American. And so we kept it going for three years. And that involved a lot of travel back and forth where we would work jobs till we'd got the 399 pounds for a flight and then go over and spend time living with each other's parents. It was all very adorable and intense, but we it was it was very emotional relationship. And so we would say goodbye in airports with a lot of theatre and drama. Oh, to the point of, yeah. do you know the people and you see them sometimes and they are watching as the person goes through the doors and they keep watching them till they can see them enter the duty free. Like yeah, like yeah, just yeah. standing back. Yeah. yeah, we were that. Like with te- mm. tears streaming down my face.
0: Maybe you caused coronavirus. This
1: is 20 years ago. <laughs> and uh it remained dormant for a while in airports (laughs) it was a coronavirus of emotion and that would manifest itself in very intense like um hot hot hugs with where do you know where your tears conjoin with the other's tears
0: that is I think that's it's being addicted to the drama more than the actual relationship a lot of the time isn't it and I say that as someone who's done that as well but it's like the the bars of the the chase in a way
1: well you do miss the person a lot as well Mm. it did i think it happened in a crocodile dundee film there's an emotional farewell scene in a crocodile no i think he climbs over the barriers to tell her that he loves her which Mm. since 9-11 you wouldn't be allowed to do that lou
0: no and that's the real downside of
1: (laughs) (laughs) it's ruined the end of crocodile dundee
0: (laughs) No one's ever chased me. You know, you watch all these films and you think, oh, I can't wait till someone chases me through an airport. And no one's ever even, you know, chased me down the road, really. People are, you know, do I go for the cool guys, maybe? <laughs> what I think about.
1: <laughs> um, and also there was, I mean, I guess the emotion is for the, the per- person saying farewell because the other person is sad to be going, but is also looking forward to the excitement of going on an aeroplane and getting a tiny meal.
0: Yeah, that's true. That's true.
1: Lou, when you're sick of being in an aeroplane and the aeroplane taking off and you seeing the city underneath you, if you're sick of that, you're sick of life in many ways. And Mm. so I feel it was harder than for the other person who was staying at home in their place. So I think there was genuine emotion there, but I remember doing that. I remember um, taking my fingers and wiping her tears with my hand and then having her tears on my hands.
0: Oh, yeah, what's she up to now? A
1: very successful. She is um, a children's book uh, literary agent.
0: Ah, oh, is that how you got your children's book published? Oh my
1: goodness! <laughs> the I had one of the most profound learnings ever, and this I know this isn't the essence of Cold Club, but it might be nice for the listeners to learn for once.
0: Mm. I'd
1: love to. Um, I had a very (sighs) tumultuous relationship with her. In fact, it's the only time ever where not only would we be crying in airports, but we would also be sometimes shouting at each other from the opposite side of roads. Like we were those Mm. people. And then about four years later, I was in New York where she lived and I met her and her boyfriend, now husband, and I just saw. So we were eating pizza and she said something such that the little hairs, not that I have hairs on the back of my neck, but if I did have them, they would have stood up and been like, oh, why would you say? That's such an annoying thing to say. And I recall him just reacting in a completely different way of being like, yeah, I think you're right. And then her just sort of, you know, immediately her fan tail just going down as well. And we carried on with the meal. And I, I realized some people are right for some people. And some people yeah. aren't quite right. And we were never quite right. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But you learn and you grow and then you move on and you have pizza with a new guy.
1: 44, Lovely. still single. So there you go.
0: <laughs> i've been single for ages and i think it's due to my personality and looks <laughs> no i think fundamentally i don't trust men but that's another podcast oh
1: my okay. goodness is that the uh fundamentally i don't trust men podcast on a cast
0: yeah 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 are we gonna be single forever do you think
1: no i'm um, not gonna be single uh in uh, two months i'm gonna meet someone how do you know um no, I don't know. I've no guarantee of that whatsoever. But I You
0: find it quite easy to meet people because your standards are quite low, aren't they?
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'm on your podcast. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I tried to deliver that with a straight face. Obviously there's no part of me that really believes that. I love to all of your girlfriends.
1: Um, oh god. <laughs> this isn't reviewing your girlfriends the podcast is it
0: you have got excellent taste in women they're um, doing
1: very well i, I will say this uh, about my ex-girlfriends they yeah. are generally quite successful after
0: after they leave you <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> try not to get your bits in a muddle it's now time When have you been turned on by a cuddle uh, that you probably shouldn't have or, or like was a bit weird, you weren't expecting it, you know?
1: Well, I I um, I remember once choking on a boiled sweet and <laughs> yeah. uh, Joe Curtis, my parents friend, was there. So I, I think I'd gone like <clears throat> and made some sounds. But the I don't yeah. know if you've ever choked on something, but you convince yourself I'm not choking to death. Because you can still sort of breathe through your nose a little oh, bit. No. So, but you were. Uh, well, who knows, but he grabbed me, he heimlicked me from behind Whoa. in terms of unexpected hugs. Yeah. Um, and because it's kind of like, did you ever fall off your bike? The first thing you do, because of some, some miswiring in the human brain, the first thing you do is jump back up and pretend you haven't just fallen off your bike which is actually the cause of a lot of injuries because people who, like, break vertebrae and stuff stand up and can try and paralyze themselves by immediately trying to move. Similarly, I was, for some reason, trying to pretend I wasn't choking to death, but he could see that my face had gone purple or whatever. And so he came over and hugged, gave me a life-saving, unexpected hug.
0: Hang on, was he a doctor, though?
1: No, he's a carpenter.
0: Okay, fine. <laughs> okay, lovely Joe. Big shout out to Joe. <laughs> is he still with us?
1: Yes, yeah, he is.
0: Wow, well, even bigger shout
1: out to Joe. <laughs> Why do you presume um, everyone in all my anecdotes is dead? <laughs> Just, I'm not that much older than you. Oh
0: yeah, do tell us this one. Who would you most like to cuddle? Everyone's going to say me. Who would you most like to cuddle?
1: uh the correct lady that's lovely yeah
0: we haven't had that answer yet
1: yeah but i mean the problem is my life is like there's a running joke with i tour with brett and jermaine the flight of the concords guys sometimes and Mm. they have a joke that they actually is is based on my life which is where i said i'd met the one and then we broke up and then i said i'd met another one and Brett said it's good <laughs> when you meet the one, and then a couple of others. So, but I, I think I'm refining it as I get older, and have mm. been involved in these horrendous breakups. They must all be for a reason, Lou.
0: Yeah, either that, or your patterns in relationship need looking at. <laughs> so you have to do some. You have to do some deep work. <laughs> well, that's
1: why I've come on Cold Club. You're gonna. <laughs>
0: I, can you say cuddle club again
1: cuddle club cuddle <laughs> cuddle club why am i saying it wrong i've been getting mocked recently for saying bra. apparently i said bra funny like a, yeah, a ladies bra. like
0: you said like you said like bro like a new zealand bro like bra,
1: bra. so <laughs> because uh, the other day i had to go um where there's been an underwear crisis in the house and so I had to go on various websites to buy new underwear for the, the my parents. <laughs> and my <sighs> laptop is now inundated with ads, you know, the pop-up ads, or not the ones that appear. Yeah. So there'd be like uh, an incredibly moving... A uh, Black Lives Matter article in the Guardian, <laughs> and in the middle is an ad for Sloggy bras. <laughs> sloggy are the least erotic of all the bras; they're my mum's bra of choice. I recall being when when the whole thing had was going out of control. The the yeah. horn, like at the age of about twelve or thirteen, I remember once a Sloggy catalogue arriving at the house, and me thinking, "Here we go." have a bit of fun with yeah. this but it's so unerotic I I didn't it didn't even turn me on it's so supportive and of such a mm. high functional quality yeah
0: yeah so there's a yeah there's a lot going on why um why it's not erotic one you've been buying them for your mother and two the name <laughs> and three three they're just the general design of it it's made for comfort not showing off. it's
1: not it, there's no not a touch of lace on any of them
0: I got told off by Annie McGrath's mum today. Her mum was like, that dress is too short to wear on your bike without shorts (laughs) on I got told off. And then I came home and I asked Luke, and he's like, yeah, I've been telling you that for ages. So now I've just bought three pairs of cycle shorts. But imagine getting to my age and someone's mum needs to tell you how to dress. (laughs) Time for the practical examination now. Hard to tell if that's me whistling or the song. If it's me. Okay, everybody. Uh get you get your awkward faces out. It's time for the snow. This is how we wrap it up, okay? Well, in when we were in the real world, I would hug you and you hug me, and then we mark each other. Yeah. Which uh gives you some insight into why I was doing the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> like that's not true. But now we're remote, but you know how I believe in energy.
1: Oh, yeah. I believe
0: that you can still feel it.
1: Wow. But also, we have a legacy of a famous hug. In fact, I think I have a photo of us hugging once in a big shopping centre in Melbourne. Really? Yeah. And you're such a crazy witch, you could probably get a magic crystal and like put it on the photo and be like, oh, the orb is spinning at three oscillating at 340 degrees means it's a good hug
0: okay well thank you for acknowledging my oh my god my healer has gone on a sabbatical till september this is an absolute nightmare is
1: that the person who put heels on your shoes
0: no that was someone else but jill in the pyrenees has gone on holiday till september can you believe it there was a ghost in her house and it spooked her out and her healer's gone awol so it's an absolute nightmare is she
1: the woman who once touched you on the arm and you had an orgasm
0: no uh (laughs) No, that's not quite what happened. It was a man who t- who who gave me um cranial sacral and some weird energy shit went on and uh yeah, just in my pants. Anyway, <laughs>
1: um, um there's a great um uh, as a a cycling man and a, a, talking to a cycling lady uh, in Adri van der poel's autobiography, he was a Belgian classics rider from the 80s. He won Paris-Roubaix in 1983. And it's a seven-hour-long cycle around bleak northern Belgium in the cold and the rain that finishes on a track. And in the last 100 metres, he had no energy for the last hour, but just he was pulling up these reserves of energy from nowhere, from nowhere. And then in the last 100 metres, he overtook the guy who had been leading. And as he overtook him, he came in his pants. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. He said he had gone so far past any zero energy point in his body he his body just wanted to win and maybe it was a reward or maybe it was just your body breaking down but whatever it was he um wow. yeah yeah
0: <laughs> anyway okay close your eyes and i'll tell you when i'm coming in okay, okay. <laughs> don't be a, don't feel shy okay i'm coming in i'm hugging you now i've got i've of got you in a headlock weirdly that was just i don't know why Is it- <laughs> It's, don't open your eyes
1: it's um i'm enjoying the asmr aspect of it
0: i've got you in oh ASL.
1: my god <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay i'm going out i'm going out what did you think yeah i
1: did i definitely felt i do think you're you are slightly magic thank you and there's something i've always found something becoming about your voice well,
0: that's lovely so
1: i enjoyed it it did appear like it was coming close to me Mm. But it was somewhat diminished by the fact that you said, I've got you in a headlock, which isn't something you normally say, you know, it's not, That slightly blocked the transfer of love between us.
0: Yeah, sorry about that. Um, It's just that I went in too high, imagining it in my head, then before I know it your he- i've got you in a headlock and then i had to sort of be honest about that
1: <laughs> yeah but have you gr- i'm um six foot and a half and you're like five eight uh, have you grown i'm
0: gonna go i'm gonna google that <laughs>
1: <laughs> have you grown during lockdown then that you could because in order for you to headlock me you would have to jump up or maybe have a chair
0: it it, it doesn't say how tall you are ah It it doesn't say that. It says David O'Doherty girlfriend dating history. Oh, Oh,
1: go on. What does it say? Am I single? Um, It's one of them that says what I'm worth. And it says I'm worth. I think it says like 100,000 to 10 million (laughs) is my uh, income bracket.
0: (laughs) David O'Doherty has not been previously engaged. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Oh, we're explorers, babe, you know.
1: Two explorers couldn't be together, though, really, because we'd both be exploring You know, if anything, an explorer should go out with a continent.
0: Uh, oh, no, I know that I know the type of guy that I'm I've seen him actually in Kentish Town. I think I've seen many new husband. <laughs> to be around. He looks quite melancholy, but um, that's because he hasn't met me yet.
1: Do you know the correct person for me? I don't even know it means specific person, but the sort of person <laughs>
0: Well look, I've got a dating did you watch episode one of my dating show, my online dating show called Popping In. It's only five minutes. There's really no excuse not to watch it.
1: Oh I, I, yeah. You see you sing the theme music to us.
0: Popping in, popping out, popping <laughs> all about. Now, if you want, I can do a celebrity special. Oh, and I can no. set you up with Yes. And I can set you up with someone lovely. I'm very good at matchmaking. Did you see the first couple, they were They had a four-hour Zoom chat after I set them up. They were really into each other.
1: I mean, I hope we haven't ruined your podcast now because it really just turned into one of our regular horny conversations as opposed to cold (laughs) club.
0: All right, all right, all right, all right. Okay, now it's time for my hug. You have to cuddle me and I'm going to close my eyes, okay? (laughs) It's not too often.
1: Oh, this is going to be hard because I've got you balanced on the steering wheel. So Hang on. Just work with it. Well, let me just... I'm going to have to lean forward onto this wait <laughs> did, did you hear something sometimes when a hug's really good it creates this involuntary sound in your brain
0: yeah i heard it that was i'm giving you 10 out of 10 because of the horn oh well <laughs> uh yeah 10 out of 10 and what would you mark my hug no pressure doesn't matter.
1: I really enjoyed that. That was nine out of 10, but only because like maybe it's any port in a storm because I'm so starved of hugs at the moment. That's the closest I've had to it.
0: So then you would imagine I would get full marks, but nine is fine. Yeah,
1: I'll give you nine for the moment.
0: Yeah. I'm going to dock a couple of points off you um, for looks and smell.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's true. I really not. I swim in the sea most days. But then I am... Um, oh, there's my dad. He's coming to show me a meme. He just wo- oh, he just walked up to the side that. of the car with his phone.
0: Get, get, get the meme out, Come on. <laughs> and then we'll end we'll end with the meme. No,
1: we can't get him. He'll have him here for ages. Um, okay. I So I don't I don't wash anymore. Um, oh, I swim God. in the sea. Oh,
0: so, good. Okay. Well, I've got a few ideas why you're so single. <laughs> <laughs> um thank you so much for uh talking to me. Uh I really do appreciate it actually. I know you've got nothing else to do, but it still means
1: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. And I hope when I listen back to this, it's not the strongest evidence of all that I've really lost my mind in living with my parents for three and a half m- months on a remote island.
0: I think you'll have a lot of um let's just say a lot of interest. <laughs> Especially when I put out my um Celebrity date uh, popping
1: in. Okay. Thanks for having me, Lou.
0: Thanks for being there. <laughs> Bye. Bye. So that was David, or as I call him, David. Lovely episode, lovely lad. Have you ever heard of Twitter? Because he's on there. I'll spell it for you You could just Google David O'Doherty I don't know why I have to do your admin for you But it's at Philamo It's basically his Twitter handle is a mistake And it's at P-H-L-A-I-M-E-A-U-X And I imagine his Instagram's the same But guess you're going to make me look it up, are you? Well, okay Yeah, it's the same on Instagram We don't know what it means That should have been question number one, I suppose Follow me and cuddle club pod on instagram and twitter if you want to rate review subscribe don't let me stop you you know what i mean thank you for listening to all the podcasts so far do still recommend it to your friends keep re-listening i say listen to each one six times and then we'll be back anyway have a nice time love you lots and remember to cc everybody in if cc stands for cuddle club